Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's Word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted Word of God from the throne of grace with Pastor Philip Ransom Bello. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. It says, But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. Next verse. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. Let's have the King James Version. I want the original King James. Original King James. Yeah, it says, But the path of the just is what? As the shiny light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Okay, that's the one we all know. The Bible says that the path of the jaws is like a shining light. This is talking about the, um, the sunlight. How dawn sets in. And when dawn sets in, the light begins to increase in progression. And when it gets to about 12 noon, it, it becomes the brightest at that moment. And the next thing after that is setting. So, it says that the path of the jaws is like that. It progresses from dawn until you get to um, 12 noon. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it says that's the way the path of the just is like. It's like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter even to the perfect day. The perfect day is not talking about tomorrow. It's that day that the sun is brightest. Alright? So that's what it's saying here. When you hear the word excellence, what do you think about? When you hear the word excellence, what do you think about? Some of you will say perfection. Perfection. Anybody has a view? Exceptional, yeah. Let's see, well, completion. Remarkable. You see, when you hear the word excellence, there are certain words that come to your mind. But I have, a, I have an idea of what excellence should be. Excellence in the scripture is it's quite progressive. It's progressive. So you might be right to say that um, perfection is excellence, but I don't know how correct you will be if you say excellence is perfection. Because at a point, perfection might become an enemy to excellence. So perfection and excellence is not necessarily the same. So whilst you say God is good, doesn't mean that good is God. Because not all things that look good is really God. But everything that is God is good. So you see how that you can stretch a truth and if you overstretch it to the boundary and to the context to which you are speaking, that truth might become an error. Are you getting what I'm saying? So whilst you say perfection is excellence, excellence may not be perfection. Alright? Or whilst you say, did you get what I'm trying to say? Okay, fantastic. So what it means is that when God is expressing himself, you can see the just God. Because what we read now is the path of the just is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter to the perfect day. So what you can see now is God as an example of a just one displaying excellence. The first time we see God in action is the creation. Where he creates, the Bible says in um, the book of Genesis 1 verse 1 that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void. But, but you, you see how God moves from creator to something else. Because perfection has to be um, a standard per time. And excellence is not going to be limited with what was perfect yesterday. Because excellence will move from yesterday to today. Are you following what I'm saying? So what it means is that God moves from creator 
to father. Oh yeah, there are three books in the beginning. Or three books of the beginning, so to speak. The first book of the beginning is Genesis. Another book of a beginning is John. Another book of a beginning is Ephesians. So there are actually three books of beginnings in the scripture. What is Genesis talking about? Genesis is God as creator. So he begins the human race as creator. But you see John, a book of beginning, but God not as creator here, but you see God in incarnation. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. All right. Fast forward to verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory as of the only begotten, full of grace and truth. So you see God in John as the incarnated one. But in Ephesians, you now see God as a father. So God in excellence is moving from one point to another. Because while he was creator, he didn't stay as creator. He moved to incarnation. But as God was creator in Genesis chapter 1, it was the perfect work at the time. And there was nothing as good as what man was. Because every creation that God made, he put subject to man. And that's the reason why God gave man to be authority over everything that he created. But when Jesus came on scene, the Bible now says that he commits all judgment to the Son. So that creation is now subject to Christ. And he says, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. First of all, and then second of all, hear ye him. Meaning that the perfect work of my creation at this time that I'm talking about is the second Adam. So God is moving in progression, but that's not the end. So God doesn't want to stop at incarnation. He wants to move toward fatherhood. So the believer is the display of God. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. The new creation is, is the work of God for the now. That was better than the first one where he revealed himself as creator. So, if you are a new creation, who you are now is better than the ordinary man that has his genealogy from Adam. So what does this say to you? It means that there is a difference now between you and the natural man. Do you understand that? Because the work of perfection is a work of which God displays his praise now. Can I show you a scripture? Um, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9. We all know the song. Sinatch did the song. So I'm sure you all know the song. Yeah? We are a chosen generation. Mm, mm. Why is everybody looking like they put ice block inside your mouth? <laughs> I hope you know who you are. All right, let's read it together. Want to go? But ye are a chosen. No, that's not all of us. All of us. Let's go. Want to go? We're still not getting something. There's a way I want you to read it. Want to go? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, some of us are not thinking as we are reading this thing now. You know why I'm saying so? Because I I pushed you to read it correctly. You read, but I am a chosen generation, and then when you got to that ye. <laughs> you now went back to ye. When you should still say I. Someone say that I should show forth. The praises of him. So, the work of 
creation was perfect then. But that perfection is not excellence now. And when Jesus came, the work of Jesus was perfect then. Better than creation. But that incarnated Jesus does not benefit me now. Oh. He was an example for you and I. To show you that this is the pattern psalm. That's what he came to do. So why did Jesus say it is to your advantage that I go? For if I do not go, the spirit will not come. Easter period is not the time to be sad. Say, oh, he shouldn't have died. Wicked soldiers that killed him. All those what people <laughs> who crucified Jesus. No, we celebrate in Easter, right? Because if he didn't die, if he didn't go, the spirit will not come. Do you understand? So the work of perfection now are the sons of God. The Bible says, behold, now are we sons. It does not yet appear what we shall be like. But when he comes, we will see that we are just like him. Do you understand it? So, see what I'm trying to get you to understand. The Bible says that ye should show forth the praises of him who called you. You know, when we read the scripture in those days, when, when the Bible says you should show forth the praises of God, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? A song. Come, let's praise the Lord. Come, let's praise. Uh, it's correct, but that's not what he is saying. That you should show forth the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Are you following what I'm saying? All right. It is not about singing. Okay, then we progress from singing praises to God to the second thought or second idea of what the scripture is trying to say, which may mean to you that it is about you doing what God has called you to do. I would declare his praises by the things that he has called me to do. It's more than that. It's still not that one. Because what the scripture is trying to explain is that the showing forth the praises of him who called you is not naturally displaying what he has called you to do. It's not even singing his praises or worshipping the person of God. It's beyond that. To show forth the praise of God means that he is displaying his work and you are the work he's displaying. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, how many artists do you know? Michelangelo? Da Vinci. da Vinci? You see, when these people do their work and they do a painting, that's their work. So if I say, bring the praises of Da Vinci, I'm not saying sing for Da Vinci. No. If I say, bring the praises of, of um, who again? Michelangelo. I'm not saying clap for him. If I say bring the praises of Michelangelo, I'm saying bring the work that he has done. So you display his art work and you show it to people. This is Michelangelo's praise. So when the Bible says that you are called to show forth the praises of him that called you, he's saying that you are the praise of God. The Bible is actually saying that you are the work for now. <laughs> no, go and read your Bible and, 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 and compare scripture with scripture. I know some of you don't believe me. Don't worry. Amen. <laughs> well, praise God. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> he says we're a peculiar people. Do you know the, the meaning of peculiar people? is a purchased people. That's what it means. That we are a peculiar people. It means you were bought. Do you know the difference between a child that you give birth to and a child that is adopted? The one you give birth to, you don't choose how he looks. The one that is adopted, as they put many babies in the hospital, 
This one, I don't like this ear. I don't like this nose. Oh, I like this one. Pick this one. So, adoption is a hand-picking. So, when the Bible says that we are adopted as sons, it means that we were chosen. He's saying that you are purchased. Now, God could get us without buying us. Why? Because he's God. The hills on, the, the cattle on the thousand hills, they are his. He created us. He can do one thing, one thing, one thing. And before you know it, everybody would like zombie would just come to God. But he doesn't want to do that. He wants to feel special by making us special. So that's why Jesus, who is the incarnation, has to be a work of perfection to bring about the sonship from the believers. What he's trying to say is that you were bought with a price. Now, when you go to the market, many times the, the market value is, is not really as much as the value in your heart. Should I explain what I'm, I'm trying to say? Okay, for white party, for example, white party, you want to buy a white dress. The person selling the white dress doesn't know the 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 desired value, the value in terms of desire in your heart. But the estimated price of what that thing is worth in the market is what it is. But you esteem this thing more because of your desire. So, because in your mind now, there's a blue shoe that has to match with your blue bag. When you see the blue shoe, it worth more to you than what the man is selling. What I'm trying to say is that because you are peculiar, God had a plan in mind to bring in many sons to glory. So the estimated market price of the believer is the blood. So what he says is, I will pay Jesus to buy you. And when I have bought you in my own mind, you are worth more to me. Is somebody here? See, this is the end of low self-esteem. See, I'm looking down on myself. It's because you don't know who you are. <laughs> God who said that I will by all means bring you to the same class as me and I will go through the process of purchase. He understands the value. Do you remember the story of the prodigal son? What the Bible says is that the man had to fatten the calf. And he, he was fattening the calf over a period of time. And when the boy came back, the, the boy knew that the father was going to accept him back. And the Bible says that when he came to himself, he said, I will go back to my father's house. I, he rehearsed a lot of things that he would say to the father. And when he got there, the, the father didn't even let him say all he wanted to say. Are you getting it? But what the, what, what the father did was to receive the boy because he was even waiting for him from afar. All right? Receive the boy and he embraced the boy, gave him a robe, gave him new sandals, gave him a ring that you can... You, you know what the ring was for? Okay, because I, I've, I've taught you that before, that when rich men want to shop, you know, then they don't have check books and all that. If you want to shop and you're going to buy a lot of things, you will not need to carry so much money because their money was in coins and golds and stuff. But they won't need to carry bags of gold. What they, what they will do is they will stamp their ring on something so that you will come and collect your money. It's level. <laughs> do you understand? That's how rich men shop in those days. So he gave that boy a ring saying that whatever you want to buy, you're free to buy. This was a slave boy, but a boy who understood the love the father had for him. Now, what am I trying to say to you? Is the perfection that you are now is a place of beauty that you don't know. Hey, that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What is the riches of the glory of his inheritance 
You see the word inheritance? Inheritance is a strong word because we're not working for this thing. It's inheritance. The inheritance mindset makes you approach things with ownership mentality. This is my own. There's no question about it. It's my own. Are you getting it? Even your boss is for him, so your boss is your own. <laughs> I didn't say go and misbehave in the office and say, sir, you are my own. Therefore, the... No, Pastor Phil did not send you. Amen. No, but it's a, it's a mindset that there is no place you cannot be. You see where the slave boys were? The, the boys that the master was traveling to a far place and he called to himself, gave them talents, and after he gave them talents, the Bible says after a long time he came back. And when he came back, he was expecting to see dividends of what he gave them. Alright? But let me flip back to that story. So the, the boy comes back and he has the inheritance mindset. The believer is in so much wealth and so much affluence in God that we don't know. Where's my ATM card? Is it here? Is my wallet here? Okay. Let me, let me, let me give an example. I give... <laughs> let me look for the people who I know can reform. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. No, I'm just kidding. I know all of you can. Amen. But Pastor Chibzo... <laughs> so I give Pastor Chibuzo my ATM card and I tell Pastor Chibuzo to use the ATM card as he wants now because of the goodness of his heart the first day he he withdrew 50k. He said, who? <laughs> Second day, he withdrew 25. 25k. You know, because Pastor Phil is a dear friend. You know, the fact that somebody gives you something does not mean... <laughs> Are you getting it? Come to my parlor does not mean take television. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, the third day, because of the goodness of his heart, the third day he withdraws 15K so that Pastor Phil next time will still use his church mind to give him this ATM card. But you see, what is inside this ATM card? Yeah, I like this part. Uh, it's my own man of God. <laughs> what is inside my ATM card? It's 50 billion pounds. Don't worry. I don't worry. I'm not in a hurry to say 100. Let's start with 50. Uh, 50 billion pounds. Not naira. Not million. Billion. So 50 billion pounds. So I now gave, past, I gave somebody, the person is withdrawing 225. <laughs> 225. And you know what? I said I will collect it two weeks after. If it's you, how much will you withdraw? <laughs> because there's a limit. Though. What's the daily limit? Is it 100? 140? 150? You know what some of you are doing? Some of you are withdrawing 225. 225. From the deposits that the Spirit has placed in you. It's a perfect work we are talking about. Perfect work. He said that your eyes be open to see that you are rich. That your eyes be open to see that you are blessed. He said, blessed be God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So some of you, the Bible says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. The name of the Lord. The name of the Lord. This is an accessory that we have. Do you know what people are using the name for? 
There's a testimony of somebody who woke up a dead dog with the name of the, of the Lord. One of his uh, members came, a friend of ours, one of his members came, I met him in the battle. He said, Pastor, my dog is dead and I love my dog. He said, put the phone on the dog and spoke to the dog in the name of Jesus, get up. Woo! Woo! <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? There's what this thing that we're in has given to us that we have access to, but we're not using it. So we're on 225 level because you are modest. When the all-breasted one is saying, I cannot be exhausted because if I have 1,000 naira notes in my pocket as God, if I give you 500, if you check back, it's still 1,000 because he doesn't reduce when he gives you. No, he doesn't. Because he has super enough for you. And where he has placed you is the embodiment of who he is. Hallelujah. So do you know why his only son will die for you? I hope you know that Lucifer, even though he had the embodiments of music equipment and sound instruments, Lucifer is not redeemable. Lucifer is dispensable. So the angels are asking the question, what is man that you are mindful of? Because if any angel messes up, God will not go an inch for the angel. But God knew that man will fall in the beginning. So he started with creation. And then he moved to incarnation. Because he was going to be father. So that when man will fall, hey, I'm coming to save man. Do you know why God did not say to any of the angels, sit at my right hand? Because they are not what it is. So when the Bible says you are seated with him in heavenly places, far above principalities and powers. So when the angels are bowing down before the throne of God, you are part of the embodiment of God that they are bowing to. Huh? So, if you were worth nothing, let me tell you what would have happened. God would have called about six angels. So, you are going to die for them. <laughs> but he didn't call angels to die for us. No, 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 no. He would have said, uh, Gabriel, come on, <laughs> remove that your wing and go and die, my friend. <laughs> or Michael, what are you flying around for? <laughs> go and die for them. No. He sent, he sent the value of who we are. And you know what? This is why we were yet sinners. ATM card. <laughs> why we were yet sinners, he died for us. Meaning that he was bringing us to the place of value. And he was showing you that this is who you really are. So I'm telling you that excellence is who you are now. So all those teachings that explain you as doing something to become something is wrong. Because it makes, it makes God feel as if he has not finished. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. If I say bring the praises of Michelangelo. And you put Michelangelo's praises here. His drawings. And you put it here. You as a spectator. You are not supposed to add anything. Because adding to it is spoiling it. So what it means is that if you, if you, you cannot improve on me. Because as he is. Okay, you are getting it now. You are getting it now. So, so what is happening now? What is happening now is the fact that you don't know. And the consciousness that as he is, so am I. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we are a different species. When a baby is conceived, um, most of the attributes of the baby comes from the mother. But the blood of the baby comes from the father. Medically proven. So, Adam gave birth to so many sons who came after him. And the reason why we are all sinners, not because of what we did, but just because we were born, is because of that blood. 
if you read Romans 5, 17, down to 21, do you see what I'm saying? If by one man's offense, death reigned. So, the offense of Adam is what made everybody a sinner. Because if you are born in the order of Adam, you are a sinner. Nobody, it's not because you learned how to do waka. That's, it's not, that's not the point. <laughs> that's not the conversation. No. That's not it. Just being born is being born into sin. So, for all have sinned and fallen short of his glory. So, the disobedience of Adam made everybody a sinner. But the obedience of Christ, for if you put your faith in the one who obeyed, you become righteous. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. So, because you need to know this, that you, if I say, say after me, I'm a saint, some of you will struggle because it's as if there's ice block in your mouth. You cannot say I'm a saint. You know how they used to yell when someone was small? Are you a saint? Why, why are you behaving as if you are a saint? You know how we joked around that kind of thing? But it gave you a mindset that not everybody is a saint. And what it did to you is to believe that only dead people who did well, who built roads, who built bridges, those are the saints. Saint Peter, because he's dead. Saint Paul, because he's dead. Saint Moser, because he's dead. Saint who again? Saint Silas, because he's dead. No, no. When Paul was writing to the Corinthian church, he will write to them as saints. So we are living saints. I am righteous. Hey! I'm righteous. This work of righteousness is the work of excellence. Because the just God who is righteous knew what he was doing. And if you read Romans chapter 1, 2, 3, God was put on trial for making the sinner righteous. Because they are putting God, for example, in the law court saying, how can you make the unbeliever righteous? So that was the picture in Romans chapter 1, 2, 3. And God was explaining how his blood was able to go back. Because the real question is not how his blood forgave your future sins. No, the, the blood of bulls and goats also forgave future sins. Is it not true? Yes, now. The, 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 the priest took lambs and slaughtered it on behalf of Israel when they sinned. And he spilled the blood on the altar. And for the next one year, until the same time next year, they will have to bring another one so that that blood speaks for just one year. So they prosper. They have good health. They are okay. They are not defeated within that period of one year. So that blood was speaking for them future, but it could not go more than one year. So the blood of the perfect sacrifice now, you cannot question that one. To him who is able to save us to the uttermost, first, first of all. But that's not even the real question. The real question is, how did his blood go back to save those who were not there before his blood came? Because all of us were in the future of his blood. No, we were not born 2,000 years ago here. If you are here, you were born 2,000 years ago. I will need to greet you. <laughs> so we are not all born 2,000 years ago. But the real question is, how did the blood of Jesus go back? So that's what God was explaining, that he was just in making the sinner righteous. And he explained the justice and the righteousness of his actions by making unbelievers believers. So that if you put your faith in the one who obeyed, that blood goes in both ways, both in the future and in your past. That's how powerful the blood of Jesus is. Back to what I was saying, that many of us don't understand that the perfection of the work of creation was for sonship. The perfection of incarnation was for sonship. In bringing many sons to glory, when that picture flashed in front of Jesus, the Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him? He endured the cross. Because at a point, he, the human side of Jesus started talking. God, if it's possible, let this cup pass over me. But when he thought about it and there was flashes of you and I, the Bible now says, who for the joy that was before him? God says to Jesus, but you know the plan now, that my perfect creation that me as an artist, if I'm going to bring my perfect work, it has to be these people, not you. 
Not you, Jesus. So, the reason why I didn't send Michael, I didn't send Gabriel, I didn't send six angels to take your place, is because you are the perfect sacrifice. And you are from me. So, Jesus now goes and he fulfills the rites of redemption. And after three days, the Bible says that he was raised. He could not stay there. But what was the point? The point was that many of us will come to glory. So when we talk about excellence in the new creation, excellence is the journey that has come to you. What is the summary of what I'm trying to say? You are the 12 o'clock. Did you understand what I'm trying to say? So, let's say the sun, the sun, the sun, um, the dawning of the new day started by, let's say, what time? What time? 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. Let's say that dawn is God as creation. Then incarnation, Jesus coming. What time? Maybe 9 a.m. But you and I, 12. Why? Because the point of the beginning, the point of the incarnation was 12 o'clock. That the path of the just, who is the just? So now you get the gist. The path of the just is like a shining light. So that your path started when Adam was created. Your path continued when Jesus came. Your path is concluded in Christ Jesus. So now are we sons. For behold what manner of love the Father has given to us. That we should be called the sons of God. I am the work of perfection. So when the Bible says that we show for the praises of him. Pastor Chibuzo. When we show for the praises of God. We show what God has done. And he cannot do better. Even if he decided to do better. He can't improve on what he has done. No, he can't. Hallelujah. This is the believer. This is your reality. And let this be your consciousness. Ah. He said, God, I have a very big God. Who is... The, the mindset of big God, small you. Jesus, na big man, na who knows. You know, remember that song? Where all my deeper life, amen? Yeah. Hold it for me. Amen. But you remember that song? Jesus, na big man, na who knows. What does it imprint in your mind? You see, it's a big God. Giant steps. With small you walking behind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are trying to catch up with God. He said, My life is hid in Christ. And Christ in God. So where you find him, you found me. Hey. The government is on his shoulders. It means God cannot where the leg he walks with. Here. Where the hands he touches with. Here. Do you understand that? So the perfect work, the 12 o'clock is you. The work of art is you. The work of display is you. That thing that he says, see the perfection of me, you will show Pastor Phil. See the perfection of me, you will show Pastor Chibuzo. You you think I will call your name? I can't call everybody. You will call your own name, amen? See the perfection of me, you... Hallelujah. So, no more 2 to 5. Right? Why shouldn't it be 2 to 5 anymore? Because you are the work of excellence. You are, you are, it's value. Oh, I was in, if uh, um, did her, her NGO uh, um, um, program yesterday on St. Youth. Let's celebrate F.A. Good, great. I was proud of you. There was something a guy said. In the meeting, he said that if you pick um, a thousand iron note and you trampled it on the floor, and I took it and I gave you, will you still hold it? So why do you collect change from the malam? Do you look at whether the malam has perfume before <laughs> before you collect your money? No. You are. <laughs> I don't want to say the weight is in my head. Anyway, let me just say. That your focus is the change, not the malam. Because the value has not changed. Okay, so some of you have been ruffled by life. But your value has not dropped. It's still the same. 
You must see it. You must see it. You must see it. That there is nothing you go through that diminishes your value. Yes, yes, yes. There is nothing that you go through that God says, I will use him more than you. Oh, no, no, no. In fact, in your disobedience, God will overstretch himself to still bless you. That's God. Some of you are not praying to God. You are praying to your conscience. Oh, that's deep. Because in your head, you feel there's a way God sees you. You don't know God. The Bible says that if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts. What does it mean? He's saying that even your mind cannot grasp the way God sees you. He loves you like that. And he cannot go back to undo the work of the cross. Because you are perfection in display. So every young man, every young woman, hear me here. There's nothing that took you this way. And you are feeling that because you went this way. And now it's as if you have two left legs. <laughs> and you are going in one, you, in, in, you are going left. Look, the moment you realize who you are in Christ, you will go straight. Can I speak to you tonight? That the crooked parts have become straight. Yes. Yes. The crooked parts, they become straight. Do you know what it also means? There are some things that are not found in perfection. Sickness is not found in perfection. It's not the perfect work of the Father. So when you juxtapose your life with perfection... There are some things by yourself you know it's not supposed to be there. You just know. Is that not so? So what do you do? You superimpose perfection over those realities. That's what you do. Remember what Jesus said, ought not this woman being the daughter of Abraham be free? Because she's a daughter of Abraham. What does a daughter of Abraham mean? Jew. What does Jew mean? Covenant. So God has covenant with Jews. So Jesus looks at her as a Jew and says, are you not a Jew? Ought not this one, being a Jew, be made whole? So what I'm saying to you is, ought not you, being the, being the 12 o'clock, ought not you, being the, the final point of display, be made whole? You're whole tonight. Okay? You're whole tonight. And my, my, my saying you are whole tonight is not a proclamation of something that is not already. So faith called those things that be not as though they were. In your perspective, it's as if it is not. But in God's perspective, it is. So when you are calling it, it, it is what is. Do you know, I grew up believing that I thank God for my parents. I grew up with the right sense of worth and value for myself. Value has nothing to do with how much you have. No, it doesn't. If you bring two people who are paid the same amount of money, they may not have the same esteem of who they are. So it's not the money. Is the, is, the, is the experiences and the journey that has brought you to where you are, that has formed your mind, that actually informs how you see yourself. So that's why you can bring maybe the richest man in Nigeria and you can bring Mark Zuckerberg and, and they both will not have the same sense of value because it's not the money. And it's not even the, the tie. So that... <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? So your sense of value has been decided already. So you have to quit looking at yourself as low. You have to quit looking at yourself as you cannot. You are not an impossible project. You are a done project. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are a what? Done project. Glory to God. 
Let's celebrate God for the perfection. And the perfect work that he has done in Christ. The Bible says we're a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. A peculiar people. Called to show forth the praises. To show forth the praises of him. I make God look excellent. Because they put me on display. And they say this is Jehovah's work. I define what divine health is. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Because there are many roads to it. There are many roads to health. There's drugs. There's the way we doctors advise you. There's many things. There's lifestyle. There's health. But how about the supernatural? You remember the children of Israel? Trekking for years. Decades. As they were growing old, their sandals growing with them. How do you define that? They are walking. There is no sunburns because the cloud was over their heads in the noon. And a pillar of fire to give them warmth in the night. So that you don't have cases of pneumonia. Check out God. He says that when I displayed you, there is no other way that I can show that I am good. Because if you want to see a rich man, look for his children. If you want to see a man who has money, Look for the people who are around him. Forget the, 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 the picture that we have in our society where you are, you are having and you are eating alone. God forbid a bad thing. And I'm not even speaking on the other hand of corruption. Amen. So God, God cannot express to the creation how, how God he is if he didn't make you. Have you ever asked yourself, why did God make man? Why? Do you know if man didn't fall, you would have never understood forgiveness? See, God cannot tell you how much he loves you if there is no forgiveness. Because the one who is forgiving is the one who loves more. So, the fall of man was a decided fact. He knew. And that's why the lamb was slain before the foundations of the world. So, this thing, he knows. Some of you are forming, you are forming as if God is not seeing where you are. You, you went straight and you think God didn't see you. You took left, you think God didn't see you. You took right, you think God, God sees everywhere you are. He knows where you are. He knows your story. But do you know what? His narrative is not your narrative. Is that not so? Yes. I've told you before. His narrative is not your narrative. The Bible says Sarah laughed in the beginning in Genesis. Didn't Sarah laugh? She did. But when we are reading Hebrews, the Bible says that Sarah believed. <laughs> the account of faith was that she believed and she did not doubt God once. But in the reality, she doubted God. He said, Pastor Phil, I have a story. God knows the glory. He said, Pastor Phil, there is, there is where I'm coming from. But see, guess what? His own story is a different narrative. So you have to see yourself in the eye of the perfect walk. So dad, mom, no dad, no mom, brother, sister, no brother, no sister, perfection. Is it making sense to you? No, he has to. Job, I don't have a job. I have a job. It's, it's still perfection. Okay, it's a kind of perfection. But you will express the ray of light of that perfection. You will express the, you know, you know Roy Beef now. Spectrum, right? Different colors from one source. Huh? One God, different expressions. So that your own work of perfection, you don't have to be like Pastor Chibuzo. Or your story is not Bishop Oedipo's story. No. Your story is not it's not Domwen's story. Your story is not Samuel Oposu's story. Your story is not Bishop TDJ's story. Your story is you. So that from the beginning, the way you started, 
the way you are now and where you are going it matches with when adam was made it matches with when jesus came it matches with when you became a son do you understand it? so there's no mistake there's no mistake with god no there's no mistake so the steps of the righteous they are ordered for. so all things work together for your good to them not to everybody to them who love the lord and are called according to his purpose when god is displaying his work when god is displaying you he's displaying a finished product yes he's displaying a finished product do you know why you cannot turn out to be bad it's because the good God sees is not determined by your environmental factors. It was a decided walk. Yes, it was a decided walk. Because if I say some of you choose your parents, you will choose Bill Gates. Choose your mom. Let Bill Gates marry Alakija. Are you following what I'm saying? Then now, who are you? It's not what gives you the worth. God wants to follow a road that only him has decided. Can the pot say to the potter, make me like this? Can you say God? You see, your pain is your process. And your process is the expression of the power of God. Because if you touch Jesus, something will come out of Jesus. It was until the Roman soldiers touched Jesus that the church was born. Let me tell you, as people touch you in your sensitive parts, something inside of you came out. Something was born inside of you. It was a new dimension of glory. And that's why the Bible says weeping may endure for a night. But joy will surely come in the morning. You hear what I'm saying to you? So you are a work of complete perfection in display. Whose praise? God's praise. Say, uh, God, why me? Why me? God is saying, no. F- follow the plan. Follow the plan. Amen. Bow your heads and give God the praise. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. And for more information about the Standpoint Church, visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj, twitter.com slash standpointabj, instagram.com slash standpointabj, and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj.